What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday. I'm not your average Boston sports podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can get the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can follow our uh, social pages on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, this week, we are talking uh, Patriots season preview. Got one of my good friends, uh, Dominic Cucinata, in. Uh, Dom, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? Good to be on. Good to be on the podcast. Waited a long time for this, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, it's a, it's a very exciting time of year. You know, both of us are probably the biggest Patriots fans you can imagine. So uh, really looking forward to getting into this. You know, season season starts Sunday afternoon in Miami. Um, just to start, like, how, how are you feeling about this, this team? Well, I definitely think there's, like, this year out of most years, there's definitely just, like, a lot of uncertainty. Usually, like, this time – um, in previous seasons, like, we always feel pretty good about the team and just, like, the direction they're going in. And then this year is just, you know, you've heard from all the beat reporters, even, like, the biggest homers that they have, like, um, Mike Reese and everybody. Like, they're, they're, not, they're not optimistic about it, you know? So it's, it's going to be – uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm, al- I'm always very optimistic about how, they, how they're going to perform. But uh, this year it's just, like – you got. It seems like you got to dig deep into the, the little things that they're going to be able to do right. Mm-hmm. Um, out of out of most years, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. For some reason, I feel more I'm more intrigued this year out of any other year to see what they're going to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think with with the way that they are, you know, kind of changing the offense a little bit, it's like okay, we're about to see something we probably never seen before. You know, we're sure. so familiar with. Josh McDaniels, you know, running the offense and kind of that running the way it always runs. And so now it's like, okay, things might be a little bit different. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to play out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, everyone for for 20 years, they're so used to the same offense. Mm-hmm. Um, same, you know, you, you got players to come in. A lot of people can't pick it up, for, but for the people that can pick it up, um, it works very well for them. And, you know, they kind of threw that whole playbook out the book and they're trying to incorporate this sort of uh, this this playbook that, like, you know, McVeigh and the Shanahan's run. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just going to be tough because, you know, you got people like, you know, inexperienced, you know, experienced coaches like Patricia and, uh, and um, oh, the hell, Joe Judge. Sorry, excuse my language. And, uh, and uh, you know, like, they're not offensive guys. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's interesting to see how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is going to be, you know, something to watch. Obviously, that, that's been talked about quite a bit over the summer, you know, positively and negatively. I mean, mostly negatively. But um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, kind of taking a look at that, the offensive line and kind of the, the coaching as we kind of go into, I think it made sense to start by, talking about some things in the preseason and training camp, you know, that's kind of the biggest thing where it's like, okay, they're trying to do some different things. The coaching staff's a little bit different, and it's like, okay, you know, clearly there were a lot of bumps and bruises in the preseason. There wasn't a whole lot of like, okay, you know, this is a great, this is going to be a great offense, but it's like, in fairness, you can't really expect that they're going to be firing on all cylinders in in August. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, Bill always says, right, like, season, you really don't know who you are until November. 
Right. You know? And I mean, I feel like they always have a good idea where who they are <clears throat> in September, October, mm-hmm. but it's really going to be like, uh, it's going to be like kind of like a figuring out time, like who they are, especially in this first month. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of talking more about the preseason, I know that we're kind of it definitely steps away from it now, but were there any guys that you saw? So obviously we went to training camp together that one day, yep. but yep. were there any guys that you felt like stood out for you? Um, I'll say who I thought stood out. I just want to say what I saw that, that um, training camp day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember offense would get into the red zone and then they would just stall. They couldn't get anything together. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac would snap the ball, you know, he'd roll out, roll out of the pocket and just couldn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. There was just no one getting open, no separation or anything. So that's what I saw during uh, that training camp. But people that I think they're, that had a good training camp would definitely be like Jack Jones. Jack Jones was, a, I mean, he was pretty much everything you wanted to see. Like the player that you thought you were going to get out of college right. and then transfer to the NFL, he had a really good preseason, I think. Um, I mean, it's tough because there wasn't too many bright spots, you know? That's true, yeah. Judon, Judon definitely, you know, for the, the little snaps that he was in there, he did make a difference. Let's just see if he can carry that over. Because um, if you remember last year, he kind of slowed down at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Competition got real. Um, in preseason, nonetheless, though, man, I'm not sure. Who do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's anyone that, like, blew everyone out of the water, but I think that Ty Montgomery impressed me that, like, okay, he's a guy that legitimately can come in and do something similar to what James White did for you. Obviously, he's not the same player, and, you know, he suffered an injury in that preseason game, so hard to know if he's going to be available week one, but I think Mm -hmm. he's a guy that impressed me. You know, I think that there were little parts of, like, Trey Nixon's game that impressed me. You know, I don't think that we're expecting him to make a huge impact this year because uh, he's on the practice mm-hmm. squad. But I think, like, mm-hmm. seeing, like, small incremental improvements in his game, um, just some other defensive guys, you know, Jack Jones, like you said, um, yeah. definitely is a guy that I think it probably will take him a little bit of time to get adjusted to the NFL and probably will get burned a couple times. But I think that. He's going to be a good player in this league, and I think that um, I I think that they found a great pick in him. And then, you know, Devontae Parker, I thought was great too. You know, sure. I thought he had he had his moments. And that day we went to, uh, that that day we went to training camp in some of the games. So, you know, just he's, a couple yeah, guys. He's definitely your your big your big play guy on the outside. Kind yeah. of like what they were looking for with Nikhil Harry. And mm-hmm. obviously that never panned out. So right. once they saw that Devontae Parker was going to be that guy for them, they had no, no uh, problem just, you know, trading Harry. I don't know what that was for, like a six-round pick. Yeah. Top of the bus. But um, if you want to if you want to put, like, a, like a, a bright spot of the preseason on a whole position group, I think the young receivers were awesome to watch. Sort of like... You know, Christian Wilkinson, obviously, now he's out for the year. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think he's placed on, like, IR. Is he on IR? Yeah. He's on IR. Um, 
uh, like you said, Trey Nixon, and then Lil Jordan Humphrey. That guy's a gamer, you know, and yeah. he makes plays on special teams. You know, yeah. Phil loves to see that. Yeah, and it's just good to, you know, they're kind of like your security blanket guys. You know, hopefully no players go down during the season, but right. if those guys get the call up, hopefully they can make some plays. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, Trey Nixon, you know, he's got that. Did you know that he's a he's an Ole Miss receiver? He went to Ole Miss prior to UCF. Interesting. And he was just he was in a crowded uh, wide receiver room with DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. So he's like, I'm getting no playtime here. I'm going to go to UCF, and he let it up. So yeah. he's 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 a special player, man. I think he's yeah. going to be really good. Yeah, um, and I also think, you know, Tyquan Thornton impressed in training camp yeah. and in some preseason sure. games, you know, definitely sure. sucks that he's hurt and out, you know, the first couple of weeks. But I think, you know, if he comes back and he has a good part of the season, you know, you feel pretty good about – you feel pretty good about their receiver room. For sure. For sure. And, um, you know, there's there's some people, like, you look around, and now you're starting to question, like, the, the buy-in um, for the new playbook and everything. And you, you look at players like Kendrick Bourne, who played for Kyle Shanahan, and then he comes over and he's playing for Josh McDaniels, good offensive coordinators and obviously head coaches. Uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, Josh McDaniels does. But, like, those are, those are offenses that – have their established and everything, and then Kendrick Bourne comes over here, and you know, great, he thrived under Josh McDaniel's system his mm-hmm. first year, and then they completely throw that out the window, and now mm-hmm. they're trying to pick up the pieces and kind of scratch things together and kind of make it that. Yeah. I don't even know what kind, what would you call like that zone scheme, and he's just like, this is not at all what I thought it yeah. was going to be. Yeah, I mean, so. I think that it's it's fair to expect some changes, but. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if they're still using, you know, elements of the McDaniels offense. They don't completely, like, throw it out the window, but I guess I could be wrong. For sure. sure. I think, too, you know, Max getting gets to the line, and obviously he's a very smart quarterback. And I just hope if he gets to the line and he sees the play and, you know, he's got the play call, Mm -hmm. And everyone knows everyone knows what he's he's trying to get to, and he makes an audible. He's like, you know what? We're not doing this. We're audible audible into this. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like that. That um, that's a decision by a, what a quarterback would make. You know, kind of like their third or fourth year. But mm-hmm. I think he's smart. You know, to yeah. be able to. Kind of, he's like he knows it's going to work well for the system. Yeah, yeah, and but, I think that you know there might be uncertainty about who's calling the plays, but I also think that you know there's an element to having someone like. Bill Belichick, who worked with Tom Brady for so long, and, you know, working with Mac in that same way to be like, okay, you know, this is how the defense is going to try to attack you, and, you know, I think that I have confidence in his ability. I mean, I think that we saw flashes last year where it was like, okay, this kid's going to be really good. Obviously, he had his struggles last year, as every rookie quarterback does, but I think that there were moments last year where it made you think, okay, they definitely made the right decision in getting For sure. Guy. I mean, dude, he had a, a tremendous rookie year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, I think it was all, it was over 20 touchdowns, and he, he kept the he kept the interceptions decently low. Yeah. Um, by far the best quarterback in the class. And I just think, you know, that's obviously the player that he is and coming into a good system. So I just hope, you know, this is a, sort of like, you still don't know who you are, who this kid is yet, you know? Year two is kind of where you start to figure it out, and you just hope with all the changes being made right now, um, 
it's going to benefit him and not be detrimental to his career. You know, right. this is definitely – these are always making a break years for the second-year quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, you have to hope that, you know, he avoids that, you know, so- sophomore slump or whatever you want to call it. Um, sure. So I think you kind of alluded to it a little bit with the wide receiver groups. I think maybe moving over to kind of what their roster looks like, um, what, what position group do you think is under – the most pressure to perform this year and like perform at a good level. It's got to be the offensive line. Yeah. I think that's got to be the offensive line. If watching that Raiders game, Mac was under duress the whole time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And you, you lose key players. uh, I mean, who they lose Ted Karras to the, um, to the Bengals. Yeah. I think he went over there in free agency. It's, 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 it's a position group that, you know, it, it, there's so many, there's always moving pieces out of it. It's not established like it was in like, mm-hmm. you know, the early and mid 2000s when you just had solid guys over there. And it was like that, like a core group for like five or six years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think now what Trent Brown's going to be going over to left tackle. Yeah. Isaiah went, I think they're going to be kicking over to right tackle. Am I right? Or, uh, or is he going to left guard? No, Win Win was going to right tackle. Yeah, you're right. He's going to right to right tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I definitely think that that's a better a better option right there. Mm-hmm. Just because Isaiah Win, he's an undersized guard coming out of Georgia. Right. You don't want him protecting Max Blindside. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And you know, like this whole zone running scheme, it just seemed like they couldn't get it down in mm-hmm. the preseason. Their running game was just so poor. Yeah. Um. So I think obviously. Having that be a uh, that the offensive line is going to be a vital um, piece to the puzzle this uh, this uh, season coming up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's a group that is probably going to make or break their season. You know, if the zone blocking scheme or whatever the new stuff they're trying, you know, doesn't work and they struggle to run the ball, you know, Max running for his life, you sure, know, it's going to be it's going to be ugly. But I think if they they come together and gel quickly, you know, mm-hmm. and keep Mac upright and keep and be able to block for a running game. You know, they sure. can be they could be really good on offense, but I think, you know, it's the the new stuff that they're trying, guys at new positions. You know, it'd be interesting to see how Cole Strange does at left guard. Um, sure. So yeah, I think you just have to hope that they have worked out some of the kinks and they kind of get it going, but, you know, then again, it's it's week one, and I think the Patriots don't always look ex- necessarily look their best week one, but I think, sure. as you said, you know, as long as they can be playing their best football toward the, end, toward the middle of the year in November, that's really mm-hmm. all that matters, but I think that they need to get out of the gate okay and can't really afford any anything bad to happen, like an injury to someone. For sure, for sure. And did you see that they just signed uh, Marcus Cannon to the practice squad? Yes, that was very interesting. That's interesting. Bill, yeah. Big fella's back. So, uh, I mean, yeah. he's got to be, what, 34 by this point? Yeah. We'll see if he does anything if he uh, eventually gets on the active roster. But I think, you know, that's just like a maybe a good boost of insurance if mm-hmm. anything happens. Yeah, and I think it makes sense because if I remember correctly, I don't think that any of the guys on the practice squad play tackle. And I think yeah. he has experience playing that, obviously. And so yeah, getting a guy to play tackle on the practice squad, you know, makes a lot of sense because some of the other guys they have, 
you know, uh, Cody Russi is an interior lineman, you know, Bill mm-hmm. Murray's an interior lineman and a guy that is, you know, switching positions. So it's like, okay, you want to probably try to get some stability there. For sure. Nope. I, I agree. Uh, I do agree completely. Yeah. So. Um, one of the other groups I'm curious about is, is cornerback, you know, obviously yep. they, they lost a pretty good player in JC Jackson and, you know, yep. they're kind of going into the year where they're going to be relying on a lot of younger guys. You know, I think uh, Jalen Mills, Jonathan Jones, those those guys are going to be their main guys. But then it's like you look at guys like Miles Bryant, uh, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Sean Wade. You know, that's a lot of youth movement right there. Sure, sure. It's just going to be interesting. You know, they, they have, uh, you know, John Jonathan Jones obviously gets hurt last year in the Cowboys game mm-hmm. and he's come back this year and they're, they're asking him to play a different role and they're kicking him out to the outside. He's predominantly been a, like a slot corner his right. whole year, his whole, his whole career. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see how that goes. And then, uh, I mean, a, a good thing hearing from camp and obviously watching preseason is that um, Jalen Mills, has, he, he's had a great se- uh, preseason so far. Yeah. So I think he's definitely going to be their number one. Mm-hmm. And then I think by the end of the year, man, I think Jack Jones might be number two. I really do. I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. I mean, he's looked excellent in some of those preseason games. You know, there was one game, maybe it was the Giants game, where he, he jumped like two or three routes and he could have easily had a couple of picks. It could have easily been a pick six, right? So, yeah. You yeah. know, and I think obviously that's a double-edged sword. You want to have a guy that's aggressive, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to be too aggressive where you're allowing guys to get behind you. And I think that, you know, he's a rookie. He'll probably allow that to happen a couple times. And you just kind of have to live with it. But I think, you know, Jalen Mills definitely impressed. You know, he's a guy where I think played pretty well last season. But it's like, okay, he's now in a number one role. And can he really be relied upon to shut down some of those top receivers? You know, clearly he's shown a little bit of, of encouragement in camp and in preseason, but you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to know until you until you see it on the field. For sure. And uh, with Sean Wade, I mean, he came in last year from the Ravens, mm-hmm. gets a concussion pretty early, and then we just really never saw him again. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see what that kid does because I can't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a high draft pick from Ohio State, mm-hmm. and he seems like he's got some promise. He made some gr- pretty good. Um, plays in the preseason yeah some good some bad but you know i mean just watching film and everything i think that kid can uh i think he he could he can do something special so i'm intrigued to see what he can do too yeah i mean he was a guy that was very good at ohio state and i think has a lot of has a lot of potential there you know he could yeah. be a, like a find for them you know i don't think that they don't have any like undrafted cornerbacks but he's a guy that it just, just was kind of a a low-key trade last year, and he could end up having a big role. Um, so, sure. yeah, he'll be interesting to watch. Um, I think, I think that, our yeah. – sorry, you go, you go. I, I was going to say that um, running back is kind of an interesting position because, yeah. you know, you saw the retirement of James White. We don't really know about the health of Ty Montgomery. I think he's been limited, limited in practice this week. Um, mm-hmm. You have Harris, you have Stevenson, but it's like – after that, you know, who's going to be that third down guy? Is it going to be Ty Montgomery? You know, is Pierre Strong, is he going to make any type of impact? Um, yeah. You know, do we see J.J. Taylor on the roster a couple times? You know, that's a position that 
God, you hope not. Be very curious. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, so that's I the think, division I'm um, curious about. For sure, I think I think Ramondre is definitely get a, he's going to get a lot more um, touches from the backfield in terms of uh, yes, he, he's going to be getting thrown the ball a lot more yeah. this year. Obviously, Harris is your first down bruiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I think uh, Ramondre is he's made a a big point now that he's going to be your third, your third down back. Yeah, and then like you said, who's going to be that that last guy? I mean, is it going to be Pierre Strong? I mean, fastest guy in the draft from the running back position. You just don't know because you didn't really see too much from him in the preseason. Right. You know, you got Kevin Harris over there, and he gets cut. So mm-hmm. that's another one. That's a that's a good point to make because obviously James White's gone. He's mm-hmm. just been your security blanket. You yeah. know, Super Bowl Fifty One hero. Um, yeah. Yeah. You you need that guy, that solid guy. You know, I, it would have been it would have been awesome to see what him and Matt could have done last year before he got hurt. You know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, one of those injuries where it's just like, uh, yeah, you know, cost him almost the entire year, and yeah, they really missed having someone like that. And so I hope, you know, they can, you know, get Stevenson to maybe do some of that, find Montgomery to do a little bit, a little bit of that, like specifically with pass catching. Um, Ty Montgomery, um, what's his status for Sunday? Well, they've not officially said anything other than he's limited in practice. I don't know if it's. You know, probably questionable, I would assume. Sure, um, sure. But I think that, you know, based on what you saw when he left that preseason game, I was a little bit more concerned that, you know, he was going to be, you know, on, on injured reserve or something. Yeah. So, well, when, when a player's walking off the field and he slams his helmet, that doesn't always look too good. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, any other positions that you wanted to, you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, safeties. I think the safety group, I think they're pretty strong this year. With um, I think they're going to, obviously, I think Doug, he's a solid player. Some people are mentioning that he could be, a, I mean, predicting that he's going to be a pro bowler. Not too sure about this year, but, you know, maybe mm. for years to come. And then, you know, you're going to have Duggar back there. And then maybe Jabril Peppers kind of in the nickel. You know, mm. sometimes going in the box. And then... Um, with Adrian Phillips, I mean, they're a good, solid group back there, and they hold it down. I don't really think, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't really see too many big plays last year. A lot of people getting by them. Yeah. I, I think they're a solid group. I think they're maybe one of our stronger positions groups on the whole team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's going to be – Peppers is going to be interesting to watch because he's, he's a fun rehabbing. player. Yeah, he's rehabbing that ACL, though, so it's like – is he going to be like a big time player? You know, do they kind of ease him in a little bit? Um, yeah. But I think the great thing about that position is they have so much depth. You know, they yes. have Phillips, they have Duggar, they have McCourty, who, you know, probably has lost a little bit of a step. But I think yeah. having him back there is good for, you know, kind of just that leadership and just that stability. And uh, Josh Bledsoe, who's another guy who had a really good training oh, camp, yeah. um, is also in that position. And so I think. You know, yeah, I would definitely agree. This is their best position group by, uh, thing, by a pretty wide margin. For sure. One thing about Josh Bledsoe, uh, back the previous barbershop I used to work at, that kid would come in all the time. Dude, that kid is jacked out of his mind. <laughs> like, literally, you see him on the field, too. You're like, who is that? And I'm like, he's 24. Oh, that's Josh Josh Bledsoe. Yeah. That dude's a unit, man. I think I think he can lay the hammer, too, if you – someone's coming across the middle yeah it's yeah. gonna be fun yeah he's a guy that's you know an interesting prospect he was a 
I think it was a sixth round pick in 2021. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a jump this year. Um, So I think kind of moving into looking at the regular season and, you know, what the team's going to look like in these first few games, um, you know, obviously Miami, it's, uh, it's always been a tough place to play for the Patriots. I think specifically in the winter months, you know, I think that September and October, it might be a little bit different, but obviously still they have a losing record down there. So yeah. What are they two and seven? Yeah. I think that's the December, January that they're two and seven in those months in Miami. So yeah, it's horrible. The good news is they're in Miami earlier in the season. So maybe that, maybe that bodes better, but who knows? For sure. What do you make of them going down almost a week early? You can't imagine that the players really liked it too much. No, probably not, but I do think <laughs> that it it definitely prepares them because I do think that, you know, on the other hand, if you went down like today, for example, you know, yeah. you might be blown away by that season's humidity. And so it's like you want to get used to that. And I think that I kind of don't really know why this is being misconstrued as, oh, they're desperate. It's like, no, they're just preparing for an opponent and a place that they've had a hard time with. So, you know, who knows? Don't even think, dude, who was that? Bart Scott that said that? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't oh, God. care about I, what yeah. Bart Scott says. Yeah. I wish I didn't hear that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think that it's going to be, you know, you don't know what to expect, especially from the Dolphins um, with, you know, their dynamic playmaking ability with yeah. uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Right. A lot of the stuff that they probably showed in preseason is very vanilla, you know, just like every other um, – team that they that the place that they run preseason so right. i mean I'm, I'm expecting a lot of jet sweeps motions you know so i'm, I'm it's going to be exciting to see but uh yeah we'll see obviously you know we always played prior earlier in tyree kill's career he would kill us if you can remember that i think it was the opener game after Super Bowl 51, so I think it was the 2017 season, mm-hmm. I think it was week one. I do remember that I game. mean, what's that? You remember that I game? I remember that game, yeah. They were, he was just taking the top off of us, you yeah. know? So now, obviously, they they play the uh, the safety over the top a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think they throw their, their second cornerback over him. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they Sorry, they line up their second corner on him, and then they'll, they'll have a safety always kind of trailing. Yeah. But it's tough to do with uh, two of the fastest guys in the league, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think though that you're right because um, I do think the Dolphins are going to try to get Tyree Kill as many touches as they can, but I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a lot of stuff down the field. You know, it might sure. be like as you said, jet sweeps or you know screen passes or things like that to try to utilize his speed. Um, sure. You know, Tua is not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think that that's no. pretty well established. So, yep, pretty you know, apparent. But it will be a unique challenge for their defense to cover him and Jalen Waddle, who's, you know, really, really fast and really, really solid as well. <laughs> that kid is fast. That's yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, but I think that, uh, you know, as I said this earlier in the week, I think if they keep the turnovers down, they're going to have a pretty good chance to win this game. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously just like limiting mistakes. Don't beat themselves. Right. That's always, I mean, that's kind of always been their MO. And, um, you know, these early games, Miami being in Miami, it's, it's tough, but 
I think really the the matchup is really McDaniel versus Belichick. You know? Yeah. I think McDaniel. I mean, first year head coach versus mm-hmm. obviously versus Bill. It's going to be. Um, you know, Bill eats things up like this. You know, he loves playing young quarterbacks. He yeah. loves coaching against first-time coaches. Yeah, so right. He's gonna, you know, he's just kind of he's he's gonna try to uh, make an example out of him. You know, so I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. Um, hopefully, they throw something out there that we haven't seen in preseason. You yeah. know, there's always that thought like, oh, maybe they got something else up their sleeve. So I'm, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said for that, that the Patriots aren't necessarily a team that they're going to, you know, show their hand immediately, show their hand sure. in the preseason. It's like, okay, maybe there's something else that they're working on. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel good about this Dolphins game. I think that getting down there early might, you know, help them, that they're not getting, you know, overly tired late in the game if it's close. Um, sure. So, you know, that'll be an interesting game. You know, going to Pittsburgh will be interesting. That's still a good defense, even if they don't have a quarterback that you're necessarily confident in. But, sure, you know, it's kind of some challenging games early on mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, looking at the schedule, it, it does seem – it doesn't seem like – like if you remember last season, they went on that five or six game winning streak, and right. it was just all duds. Each team was mm-hmm. just a dud. This this year, you know, there's really no gimmies with the exception of a, of a few, but not mm-hmm. nothing for a prolonged period of time. Right. You know, you're looking at them. You see the middle of the schedule. You know, you got the Lions. Well, you got – I'm not sure what week it is. It's October 2nd. Mm-hmm. But you got the Packers, and then you hit the Lions, and then the week after the, the Browns, and then the Bears, and then the Jets. And then after that, you go, you're, you're hosting the Colts. And that's not going to be a gimme, that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that you look at their schedule from an overall standpoint, it's like, yeah, that's pretty challenging. But I think that they'll probably sneak in a couple of, like, surprise wins, too. For Um, sure, for sure. Like, they always do. Yeah, they always do. Like, they always do. You know, this is a team that started 1-3 and last year, started 2-4, and and they still made the playoffs. So it's like, you know, obviously I don't think that they want to start like that again. But I think... You know, if they can, if they get a couple wins in the first few weeks, they could feel good about themselves. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to be at their best. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think the, the quicker that they can find themselves out and see what their identity is on offense, mm-hmm. the better uh, position they'll be to, to start to win these, win these bigger games. You know. Yeah. And always, and always, you know, they they always take the gimmies. You know. Yeah. All, but but also, they always kind of play to their opponent's level. Mm-hmm. So last year, they weren't blowing the bad teams out of the doors. It was always pretty close. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think that they, you know, for all kind of their, how young they were last year, whatever you want to say, they played they played some really good teams really well. You know, sure. you look at how they played Dallas. You look at how they played Tampa Bay. Like, they I had, they had chances. Teams, man. Those, it, that was, those were tough losses. Yeah, that's true, but... <laughs> you know, had chances in both of those games. And it's like, okay, you know, if they clean up some of those mistakes, they could have come away with a couple wins there. For sure. Um, They don't hit, if Nick Folk doesn't hit that upright, I mean, that's that's a tied game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, You know, kind of looking at prediction stuff, do you have a a thought about what the record might be? All right, well, how about we go, uh, 
let's just go down go down the list and uh you just ask me if it's a win or loss <laughs> jesus all right all right yeah all right uh so what do you think what do you think week one week one's a win week one's a win i like that okay week week, week, week two, two Steelers. yeah in, in pittsburgh in pittsburgh that's gonna be a win okay okay and then home opener against baltimore that's a loss that's a loss okay and then road game in green bay loss loss okay and then they're back home detroit win okay at cleveland jacoby Brissett. uh you know mini tom brady no we're, we're winning that game okay <laughs> so you have them at four and two through six games yep um, and then you got chicago coming in next week for monday night football that's a win that's a win and then they're going to new york to play the jets the next week surprising loss right there. okay all right well not gonna be don't give me don't you know what i just i feel like uh what, what would they be six and two by that point yes let me just go down no they would be five and three with that loss oh jeez. Um, all right well you know what we're gonna go a loss there okay. and then against the colts yes. that's gonna be a loss okay all right so then they're at five and four then i just want to make sure i keep my math correct and then uh the rematch against the jets after after a bye week that's win okay and then coming uh, off a bye yeah and then thanksgiving night against minnesota that's gonna be a win okay okay um and then uh the uh, rematch of the bills at gillette stadium on uh, december 1st yeah you know i mean did you watch did you watch the bills last night i did i did uh, they're a scary team, especially. Yeah, they look really I told you earlier, that that pass rush now that's a, that's a loss. Okay, um, and then Arizona, um, in out there against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. I'm not a big Kyler Murray guy. Okay. Um, I I just feel like, I just feel like I, he's he doesn't play. Everything that's come out this off season, you know, he doesn't watch film or whatever. He he just seems like he's got a bad attitude about everything. I mean, we beat them a couple of years ago when we had Cam Newton. Obviously, they're a completely different team now. I'm still going with a win on that one. Okay. All right. And then the uh, all-anticipated rematch with uh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels beat Bill when he was with the uh, with the Broncos. Broncos yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we struggled against their twos and threes with our first team. Uh, that's a loss. Okay. Um, and then hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals will be a loss. Okay. Yep. So that puts them at 37. And then uh, hosting Miami. That's going to be a win. I think playing at home late in the year will definitely help out. Okay. And then at Buffalo, the last game. Yeah, that will be another loss okay. against Buffalo. So. Okay. So if my math is correct, I think you have them at 9 and 8 with a win-loss record. I mean, I think that's, that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair, you know. Yeah, I mean, just looking at what it, what the schedule looks like, I think that's a fair fair thing to guess. And then you think of the AFC, like where does that put them in yeah. playoff potential? And the AFC is absolutely stacked nowadays. Yeah. So I mean, it might put them out of the playoffs, honestly, with that record. It might put them out of the playoffs. I'm yeah. not sure if they're getting a wild card spot with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so it's going to be interesting. It all depends on. Uh, I really, I think it all depends on you know the relationship between Mac and whoever's making these calling these play calls. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, how, how, obviously injuries, whoever can hold, like people can hold up, you know, so yeah, I'm excited to see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that me personally, I mean, I probably would stick with 10 wins, kind of what they did last year. You know, I think I mostly agree with the, the games that you said. I mean, I think that they're probably sneak out that, sneak out that, that Jets loss. Yeah, but I said in there at ten wins. So. But I also think there's a good chance they might steal a game at the end of the year. You know, a Vegas or Cincinnati. I sure. don't really see them beating Buffalo, but who knows? You know, sure. you could have a wind tunnel effect like you did last year, and you <laughs> run the ball forty five times and you win. Yeah. You know? what, did, what did Mac throw? Three passes. Like yeah, that? three passes, I believe. One one completed a Johnny Smith yeah. that was like barely completed yeah and yeah. make like some crazy catch yeah, yeah. um so, so kind of, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm i'm intrigued who are a few guys that you think are going to break out this year um they could be offense defense special teams yeah whatever it's i think number one is christian barmore i mean good last catch. year he had a very good rookie campaign yeah um if you look at some of the top pressures in in the uh, in the NFL, I think he was pretty much right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, t- I think he was top ten. I think he was, I think he was probably number one as a rookie. And uh, yeah. I think you know, I think you kind of got your guy that was sort of that Richard Seymour type, you mm-hmm. know, that hopefully he can be around here for a long time. Um, yeah. You know, obviously multiple All Pros, uh, Pro Bowlers. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely number one. Number two, it's got it's got to be Mac. It's mm. got to be Mac. I mean, you know, I mean, if he can break out, that's going to be big for us. You know, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I agree that if, if Mac can build off last year and break out, he might get some MVP votes. I don't really mm-hmm. think it's that crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Barmore is a great pick, too. Um I think Anthony Jennings for me is a guy that I've pinpointed that I'd like to see him break out. You know, I think that there were a lot of expectations when they picked him a couple years ago out of Alabama. You know, this is year three for him. I think that he has a legitimate opportunity to make a big impact. And I think that if they can get him and Uche and, you know, the other pass rush guys to be consistent, you know, the defense could become a lot more dangerous. Um, and then on offense, I think that I think Ramondre is breaking out. I think you yes. can see him have a thousand yards this year. Sure, um, absolutely. So those are kind of the two guys that I that I kind of pinpointed. I think those are good picks. Okay. Definitely uh, Ramondre on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there were some games when you know Damian Harris wasn't he wasn't toting the rock just as good as like he has in in games mm-hmm. past and Ramondre kind of came in just gave him a spark you know yeah, yeah and I, I think his his receiving ability you know that's mm. that um that holds a lot of value mm-hmm. in, in his in his game too so I'm excited to see what he can do he's so nimble he's so good uh, on his feet so balanced you know yeah sometimes he makes some plays that kind of reminds you of uh, like, like an Alvin Kamara you know he's just like a bowling ball he just right. keeps going so yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to watch him play. Yeah, and I think another thing with that running back room that I don't think I mentioned was Damian Harris is in a contract year, so that mm-hmm. might be kind of interesting to see, you know, how, how he responds with that, you know, and do the Patriots kind of lean towards Ramondre as kind of that next guy? Who knows? Sure, sure. Uh, 
Yeah. You think <laughs> Bill does it purposely? He has a down year, so no money pays him, <laughs> and then they sign him for cheap. No, I don't think that'd be the case. No, but I if I was so, if yeah. I was to predict for uh, for next year, I I wouldn't say that he's gonna be signed. Yeah. So uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about was kind of like our our expectations for the year, and you know, let's say that they don't make the playoffs. You know, is that gonna affect anything? You know, do we? Obviously, we don't expect them to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I hope I hope you're not expecting that. Um, no. But I think it might be important just to kind of talk about our expectations for the group. You know, I think that it is very possible that they could actually look pretty good on offense, but sure. because of the nature of how good the AFC is, they might miss the playoffs, and it might be possible that we actually kind of feel good about them, but they just don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, um, obviously, expectation, I mean, you always – for, for 20 years, we've always had the highest expectation of winning a Super Bowl. Right. And obviously, that narrative's kind of changed. Mm-hmm. I think realistic expectation is to go and, you know, you, you want to make the playoffs. Right. I think uh, a successful season for the Patriots this year would be winning a playoff game. That's mm-hmm. it, you know? I think just winning one playoff game and, you know, you get bounced second round, you know, that's completely fine with the nature of, like, obviously you said with the AFC, mm-hmm. um, and from from where where the Patriots are on this standpoint, because you're going into next year. Next year, the Patriots have the second highest salary cap behind the Giants, so yeah. they'll be able to spend some money next mm-hmm. year, and I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think realistic expectations, you know, well, realistic expectations, they're going to be kind of like a fringe fringe uh, wild card team yeah over expectations obviously winning more than one playoff game but if they win one playoff game uh i think that's a successful year yeah yeah i mean i think i have to agree that it's like making the playoffs winning a playoff game is probably you know what the expectation should be i mean it's possible that this team blows us out of the water and they finish 12 and 5 and they're you know right there with the bills for most yep. of the season. I don't think that's going to happen, but who knows? Who knows? You know, yeah. um, but I think, like, that's probably, like, absolute best-case scenario that, you know, they win 12 games, they go to, you know, the second round and push, you know, one of those teams into, like, a crazy playoff game that maybe they lose in overtime. Um, but I think being, like, most realistic, it's probably 9, 10 wins, maybe 11 if they're lucky. Um, and sure. getting into the playoffs and having a chance to win a playoff game, um, you know. But yeah, I think a, a playoff win would definitely go a long way for this team's kind of uh, morale. Morale, yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, oh, I think I think the same way. And uh, you know, maybe at, at the end of the year, say uh, the um, the offensive scheme, obviously, maybe if it was poor the whole year. Maybe they start looking out elsewhere for next year. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we're talking about next right uh, this year right now, but man, wouldn't it just be awesome if we got Bill O'Brien back in here? That would be cool. That'd be kind of interesting. I mean, Matt, uh, is he? Is he? I think he's the. Um, is it Steve Sarkeesian? Is the offensive coordinator over there, or is it Bill O'Brien over there? No, I think it's Bill O'Brien still. It's a Bill I O'Brien. Think, I think Sarkeesian's over at Texas. Oh, is that Texas? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if Bill O'Brien, obviously, he's worked with Mac before and he's been at the Patriots before, I think that would just, that's the match made in heaven right there. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. That would be kind of interesting to see. Um, 
Jeez, I mean, any other any other Patriots thoughts uh, before before we take a look to to kick off on Sunday afternoon? Uh no, man. I think we've covered it all so far. Okay. All right. Well, before we get out of here, do you want to do any uh, any plugs for for anything? Any plugs? Yeah. yeah. So if anyone needs a haircut, come visit me at Lomo Barber Studio. Yep. My uh, Instagram's DC Snips. You can book right through the link. See the fresh work right on the Instagram page. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I've been a uh, a proud customer for a couple years. Yeah, or yeah. for a couple months. Tomorrow. I don't know long it's been. Yeah. Um, no, you've yeah. been no, you for years, for yeah. years. Um, yeah. So no, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Oh yeah. Great having you on the on the pod this week, uh, and look forward to to talking football with you all year. Absolutely. Oh, do you want to what, should we recap a little fantasy? Cooper Cup last night on Carter's team just go, has 31 out of nowhere. So last night I was defeated on both ways. So I wanted, obviously you wanted the Rams to win because you, you never want Buffalo to, lose, uh, to win. And <laughs> Buffalo blows the door off of them. And the Rams have a bad game, but Cooper Cup goes off for yeah. like, once uh, I don't even know touchdown pass a touchdown reception thirty one points dude yeah. come on I got beat in fantasy and just you know AFC standings well it's all <laughs> good it's only it's it's only one one game who knows I know. who knows I, I know. might be able to come out with a win <laughs> I, don't I know I saw I saw Carter too he goes in the uh, in the group chat he goes Cooper uh, Cooper Cup's putting up good numbers I'm like shake my head. <laughs> yeah, well, so. fantasy football, you know, it's uh, it, it's always so much fun. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's for, you know, it's it's for the trips. You yeah, know? of course. Can't say you don't, can't say you don't get me. Uh, you know, you know how to ruffle the feathers sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We all we all <laughs> we all ruffle each other's feathers. It's good. Yeah. It's good. All right. You know? Well, uh, great talking to you this week, Dom. And uh, yeah, yeah. As always, you know, check out the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the social pages and yeah, we'll be uh, talking with you guys next week. Uh, Hopefully post Patriots win uh, week one. Um, All right, everyone have a great weekend.